Well, good morning, everybody. This is an actual morning Devo done in the morning. So I'm so happy you're joining me on Facebook and on the podcast. And today is a big one as well. I know yesterday's was huge, but today is also big because the, the statement we're gonna answer and the question is, what are you so worked up about? But before we get going, just wanna remind you, you can sign up for this couple's Devo. You'll have access to it for life on our awesome online learning platform. And um, every person who signs up is given a gift. And I appreciate that stuff for all of you who are getting even more involved. So you can do that at smalleyinstitute.com. So this morning is about what are you worked up about? Relationships are hard, marriage is hard, and we do, we get worked up. And there's no reason to, according to Christ, Luke 12, 32. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your father great happiness to give you the kingdom. Little flock here is referring to believers who belong to God's kingdom and live under God's loving care. So if you've become, and I've talked about this already, when you become a disciple of Christ and you're following him, you're obeying him, you get to be a part of God's flock, which means you're under his care. And what's extraordinary is that he loves it. He loves giving his care. He loves taking care of you. He loves solving and miraculously healing the things you are most troubled about. Elsewhere in the New Testament pre presents Jesus as the fulfillment of the Old Testament's promise of a true shepherd of God's people. You can look at Matthew 9:36, Mark 6:34, John 10:11 through 18. You can compare it in the Old Testament with Isaiah 40:11, Ezekiel 34:11 through 31, and uh, Ezekiel 34 23 and of course there are more that can get involved in helping you really soak in and accept that Christ really is the shepherd and the shepherd's job is what to protect the sheep against lion bear right that's what David got well known for is he would club the bear to death and club the lion to death just to protect a single sheep and you're that sheep you're a sheep it's a hard way to start the morning discovering that you're a sheep but we need to be able to embrace that identity. The true disciple is not afraid because of a sincere trust in God. That's where I struggle when I have clients or someone's at one of our Smalley marriage intensives and I don't know what I'm gonna do and if I get divorced, you know, I'll never recover. And it's like, whoa, slow down. If you really are in Christ, you need the trust that somehow, some way, he's gonna pull you through but it'll be through his power, not yours. So the more we try to do it ourselves, the more we're gonna fail, the more disappointed we're gonna be, and frankly, the more worried and fearful we are. And so the true disciple doesn't draw their security from things or people or places, but from God. This makes you free to give to others when called upon. If their treasure or security is money, then that will be their consuming passion. Making money one's treasure is the path to insecurity. And that's from uh, Schreiner, and he's talking about Luke, and it's this really cool evangelical commentary. So why did Jesus make this statement? Because the Jews he was speaking to were worried. A few, year, a few verses before, they are being told not to be like other nations who are seeking possessions. Will this really allow us to be happy? That's what they're thinking, like, are you sure, God? because we need money. We need to buy food and shelter and clothing. A few verses later, it's their fear about giving to others. 
So the Jews not only were like, hey, what am I going to get? But now it's like, whoa, what am I giving to other people? It's an attitude of wanting to hold on just in case. And, and hopefully you're hearing where the lack of faith is coming to fruition there. So how does this help your relationships? The Romans had a proverb which said that money was like seawater. The more you drink, the thirstier become. Similarly, as long as our attitude is that of the rich fool, our desire will always be to get more. And that is the reverse of the Christian way. That's uh, from Barday and his commentary on the Gospel of Luke. And is that not appropriate in this time? People, you're losing your jobs, you're losing your savings. It is a scary financial time, but ultimately that fear is only gonna be eradicated by a trust in Christ and belief that, hey, it's bad and it's looking bad and I, I'm discouraged and I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know how I'm gonna feed my kids. That's when we wanna be on our knees going, Lord, this looks impossible, but ultimately I trust you. This statement of Jesus helps you realize, also this is big, especially for a marriage. This statement helps you realize you are not the center of the world. Self-centeredness destroys relationships. Jesus is trying to tell you that in your relationship, what are you worried about? You don't need to worry because it is God's nature to give you the kingdom. It is God's desire to give you the kingdom. And when we have the kingdom, that's where our security comes from. Jesus highlights the problem in your life if you are worried comes down to it's a faith problem. As a believer, you live, you live under the loving care of God to experience freedom from a hurtful or frustrating relationship. Trust in God. Focus on God and not your relationship. Your perspective and your worry is going to change. It's going to be amazing. You're going to be blown away when you start, instead of looking outward, and you start going, hey, you made a promise, so what's up? Right, I did one of those desperate prayers in June of last year, and I just finally went, Lord, I need help. So make it happen, I'm giving you seven days. And it was the next day that the Lord just dropped in my lap, the man that I spent the next six months with being coached, and it changed my life. Corey Ten Boom said this, and she's always uh, a significant figure in my life because when we lived in Waco, Texas, she was a few homes down. And we used to have dinner at her house and she just loved my dad. She's actually the reason my dad uses objects or used, I should say, used objects uh, in his messages and in his teaching. And to this day, people come up to me and I remember the fig tree and I remember the diamond and I remember the Stradivarius. So she made a major impact on our family. But Corey Ten Boom says this, who survived the Holocaust, worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. So here's three questions that you can uh, ponder with each other, that you can discuss with each other. Remember, you wanna have an attitude of grace and kindness when you're, when you're discussing these questions with each other because you don't wanna shut each other down by pushing each other's button. This is not a moment to go, yeah, you don't have that and where's your faith? It's, hey, where has my faith been? I've been fearful and worried what's gonna happen financially, what's gonna happen in our relationship. And I now hear that's been from a lack of faith. So first question is, in what area of your life do you realize you have the greatest lack of faith? There's probably an area. 
So let's own that this morning. Let's own that with each other. Get it out, pull it out of the darkness and into the light because that's where Christ can give you healing. But if you can't recognize where is my greatest area of a lack of faith, then you can't experience healing over that. A second question is uh, why, after hearing this Devo, why don't I have to be fearful? What's the answer? Why don't we even, why don't we have to be fearful? And then the third question is, what's the most important thing we can do to eliminate fear and worry and anxiety from our life? And I know I gave an example in this morning's Devo, but I want you to process that with each other and come up with some other biblical reasons why you don't have to be afraid. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this one. I'll be coming back tomorrow. I'm filming in my new backyard. So uh, enjoy each other, grow closer to Christ. And I look forward to inspiring you again.